You're listening to Shortwave from NPR. Maddie Safaya here, bringing Shortwave Space Week to an end with the end of everything. The entire universe, which seems very fitting for the moment. You know, when I was first proposing this book, it was uh, 2017, and there was definitely a kind of a kind of nihilistic vibe going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt like at the time, you know, the timing might be pretty good. Um, but I didn't know how bad it, things would get. Katie Max, an astrophysicist at North Carolina State University, and she has a new book out called The End of Everything, Astrophysically Speaking. And so, you know, in a sense, I'm a little bit worried that People are going to be like, oh, there's enough terrible stuff happening. But um, what I've heard from people is that the book is actually kind of a nice escape from the day-to-day terribleness and stress and worries that everybody's going through. But the thing is, it's Katie's job to think about this kind of stuff. Stuff like... The universe. The beginning of the universe. The end of the universe. What the universe is made of. How it works. All of the kind of questions about the nature of the cosmos, how it's changing over time, and, you know, our whole cosmic story. You know, super casual. (laughs) By studying this and lots of other fancy stuff, astrophysicists like Katie are able to theorize possible ends to our universe. And all of these different universe-ending scenarios have, surprisingly kind of awesome names? Based on name alone, I think the big rip is is pretty good. (laughs) So today on the show, we're breaking down some of the possible ends to this universe we and gazillions of other bits of stardust call home. So before we get into it, we need to talk about something that will definitely play a role in the end of the universe, dark energy. See, our universe is expanding, spreading on out, and that expansion is speeding up. Scientists think that's due to something called dark energy, but they don't really know what dark energy is. And there's nothing in normal physics that'll do that. Like Mm -hmm. regular matter won't do that, you know. It has to be something weird, and whatever it is, we call it dark energy. But we we do not know what dark energy is made of. We don't know how it got here, you know, right. why it exists. Yeah. Um, it might be just a property of space, something called a cosmological constant, that space just has this kind of inherent stretchiness in it. Right. But it may be something different that changes over time and right. could get... Uh, very extreme in the, yes, in the far future yes. and lead to yeah. lead to the big rip. So, yeah. depending what yeah. dark energy is, really kind of dictates potentially yeah. the end of the universe. So, I what? How yeah. long do you think that'll take you to figure out, Katie? Like ten or fifteen years? Or, <laughs> like, um, I'm I'm personally not working on dark energy oh, myself. Oh, I see. I see. Really passing the buck, Katie. Really passing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very hard thing to study. Okay, because yeah. all it does is make the universe expand faster. Okay. Okay. So. Are you ready to start talking about the end of the universe, the different scenarios, as you will? Okay. Yes. All right. So let's start with heat death. Our universe yeah. is expanding, and that expansion is accelerating due to dark energy. And mm-hmm. in the heat death scenario, our universe kind of continues to expand and expand and expand, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. What happens is that everything gets farther apart from everything else. You have fewer of these galaxy interactions, so you make fewer stars, and eventually each galaxy gets more and more isolated. So we would get to a point, you know, in only about 100 billion years, we will get to this point where we can't see other galaxies in the sky anymore mm -hmm. um, because they'll be so far away and their, their light will be stretched out so much that, that we won't be able to see them. And so the universe will just get a lot darker and then, you know, our own, the stars in our galaxy will be dying out. So our galaxy will kind of fade away. And then, you know, even black holes will start to evaporate because that's something that can happen to a black hole is that it, it can lose its mass through this process called Hawking evaporation. So black holes will start disappearing and then matter decays. And then eventually you end up with a universe that's just cold, dark and empty. And all that's left is, kind of a traced amount of waste heat from the mm -hmm. processes of the universe. And that's called the heat death. Cold, dark, and empty, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, that's <laughs> actually just sounds right. And, and it, but, but really, like, that is considered to be one of the more likely ends. Yeah, that's kind of what happens if you, if you just extrapolate from what we know about the universe's evolution today and assume that dark energy is this cosmological constant, this just property of space, that it has this expansion built in. Right. It takes... A ridiculous number of trillions and trillions of years, but you end up with a basically an empty universe. Yeah. All right. So if dark energy acts a little differently, then mm -hmm. we potentially get to a different end game, yeah. the big rip, right? You describe yes. it as an unraveling. And this happens yeah. considerably faster than heat death, right? Yeah, yeah. So the idea behind the big rip is if dark energy is something else, if it's if it's a particular kind of stuff we call phantom dark energy, where Ooh. instead of just being a property of space, it actually is something that grows in its intensity over time. So mm -hmm. it's something that there's more and more of it, you know, in each little space of, of space over time, right. then it can be something that doesn't just move galaxies apart from each other and isolate them, but actually tears the galaxies themselves apart. So <sighs> What it would do is it would pull the stars away from our galaxy. So we'd see the Milky Way kind of uh, dissipating. And then it would pull planets away from their stars. And then it would start to actually rip apart stars and planets. And then atoms and molecules and eventually rip apart space itself. And that's the big rip. Wow. I can't believe that one's your favorite, Katie. <laughs> no, no, you asked about my favorite in terms of the name, and it's definitely my favorite in terms of the name. My favorite one is the next one, which we'll get to, I, I assume. Okay. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. no, the big rip is, it's one of the most terrifying ones because you would see it coming, you know, yeah. you would, uh, you would know that this was happening and you would know that there's, you can't, you can't hide because right? <laughs> you would see these things um, being kind of unraveled out there in space. And then you would know that there's nothing you can do. You can't hide from space itself, right? The, the dark energy would be inside your own space, your own body, and it would be starting to kind of pull you apart. It's a, it's a terrifying prospect. Wow. I just want to quote, you can't hide from space, Katie Mack. <laughs> you just can't. Yeah. You just can't. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So last up is the end of the universe situation called vacuum decay. And Katie, this mm -hmm. ending is very metal. Like, it is yeah. very intense. <laughs> yeah, so the idea behind vacuum decay is sort of that there's an instability built into how physics works in our universe. So, 
you know, we have laws of physics. We have the way that electrons move around in atoms and stuff like that. There, there are relationships between particles and forces that make our universe work the way it does, make atoms work, make, you know, chemistry and biology and, and planets and everything possible. And there's a possibility that there's an instability built into that where, you know, something could change in the universe, specifically in, in something we call the Higgs field, which is this energy field that sort of pervades all of space, that would rewrite the laws of physics where that happens. So somewhere in, somewhere in the universe, there would be this weird little quantum transition in the Higgs mm -hmm. field, and that would create a bubble of a new kind of space where the laws of physics are different inside that bubble. Yeah. And that bubble would expand through the universe at about the speed of light. Right. And then anything that ends up, you know, being engulfed by this bubble would be in a kind of space where the laws of physics are different. So atoms can't hold together anymore and everything would be just totally destroyed. And it's my favorite of these scenarios because it's just so out of left field, you know? Everything right, else is yes. about like, oh, the universe is expanding, whatever. Right, right. This is just like, no, physics breaks somewhere yes. and creates a bubble of death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that bubble of death expands out of the speed of light. You don't see it coming and it just destroys everything. That's kind of so, merciful. I mean, it's, yeah, it's very humane. Like there's <laughs> nobody left to miss you. There's no tragic <laughs> aftermath. And then it's done. Yeah, I like <laughs> it because like, it's like... Who ordered that? Yeah, I like it because it's like, here are all these scenarios based on things we can observe. But what if physics was just broken and everything yeah. was wiped out all at once? Come on. <laughs> but I love it. Okay, it's so... wild, yeah. I do think one of... I And let me know if this is wrong, but like one of the things about this that I find particularly unsettling is that this mm -hmm. could happen just like whenever. Is that fair? Yeah, well, so it's... It's a quantum transition. It's a quantum tunneling event. And one thing we know about quantum mechanics is it, it really breaks our ability to predict things precisely. So we can give probabilities about when it might happen, mm -hmm. but we can't say exactly when it will happen, if it even will. And right. people write me emails saying that they're freaked out about this idea. So I always want to make sure that I put in caveats, like the chance is so small, you know, you're more likely to be, you know, hit by a meteor and a lightning bolt at the same time while winning the lottery. Like, it's, you know, it's really small chances. <laughs> right. So, Katie, bigger question here, which is mm -hmm. hard to do since it's already a pretty big question you're talking about, but why, why study this? You know what I mean? Like, why spend resources yeah. trying to figure out the end of our universe that's, you know, so far in the future that humans won't have existed for billions of years? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that the main reason is just curiosity. You know, we mm -hmm. want to know how the universe works and we want to know where we came from and we want to know where we're going. And so when we think about the far future and we extrapolate our current cosmic evolution into the future, it's a way that we can kind of examine our theories of physics and kind of push things to their theoretical breaking point that can give us new insights into how physics works. That's kind of just built into human nature that we want to understand things. We want to figure out how we fit into everything. What does it all mean? And I wanted to write something that would give people access to that and give people some way to step into that. Well, I'll tell you what, Katie Mack, the book was really fun. This was so much fun. I really, I really appreciate you. I had a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, it's, this is a fun chat. Thank you very much for having me on. To learn about other possible ends to our dear universe, check out Katie Mack's book, which is out now. 
It's called The End of Everything, Astrophysically Speaking. Oh, and before we get to the credits, just want to remind y'all that we at Shortwave take the holidays off. So we'll be going dark on Monday for Labor Day. Okay, music, 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 universe music. Today's episode was produced by our Lil Vacuum Decay herself, Rebecca Ramirez. Viet Le, a.k.a. Heat Death, was our brilliant editor. Burley McCoy, all-knowing Big Crunch, faithfully checked the facts. I'm Maddie Sofia, also known around these parts as Big Rip. <laughs> All right, y'all, see you Tuesday when we bring NPR's shortwave back to Earth. I want you to know one of my producers messaged me, Terry, this and said, let's quit and study astrophysics about halfway through. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Katie Mack. Thanks a lot. I'm down a producer now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.